All right, allaboutthelefs.com, our third episode of our podcast. We have Iceman on. We have Frenchie. Yeah, yeah. And today we're going to... today, boys and girls in the house. And today we're going to talk about the game we saw last night, the Maple Leafs home That's opener. That's right, we got a lot, of, a lot of things to talk about. We're going to talk about the Maple Leafs home opener. We're going to talk about the captaincy first. We're going to talk about who were some standouts, my boy Trevor Moore, and we're going to talk about Babcock. But first of all, I want to know, we want to know from Iceman what it was like in the arena because he was there when he heard Morgan Riley's name, which means right away everybody knows the captain is JT. So Iceman, tell us what you well, think. Yeah, honestly, it, it, was, it was awesome being there. It was awesome seeing the captain come out. But uh, everyone kind of knew in the building, uh, the chatter was going on that it was going to be JT. A few people here and there were like, oh, no, you know, I hope it's Morgan. But everyone kind of knew it was going to be JT. It was, the cat was out of the bag. So seeing him come out wearing the captaincy sweater, finally having one, knowing that's the guy that's going to get the cup first and hand it over oh, to Austin. Oh, man. You know, that, 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 that felt good. That's what, that's what felt good about, about giving a captain. We knew who the guy is who's going to go retrieve the cup from Batman. Oh boy, oh boy. So Frenchie, you thought it was gonna be Riley. And honestly, I thought Riley had a chance too. But are you happy with JT being the captain? Oh absolutely. That that got really emotional. I was standing up cheering. I was I was happy, man. We finally got our captain, you know. We had the, the Iceman there at the game. We posted that on our Twitter account. All the all the fans out there go check out our Twitter account. Uh, and, and yeah, you know how they presented this captaincy to him? They called him into the room and they had his wife there with the baby, JC, with a Leafs jersey and a C on it. That's amazing, huh? That's how they presented the C, the captaincy to him. Well done, Toronto Maple Leafs. I saw that. I saw that. So you know what? I was watching the game with my friend here in Texas and I guess I agreed because my friend's point was you can't complain that JT got chosen. So that's true. Absolutely not. Yeah. We, we can't complain. So, but you know what? Now he's got to go out there and he's got to lead by example. And I hope he has the same type of season he had last year. So now, and I was watching Matthews when JT came out and he was tapping his stick on the ice a little bit. So hopefully there's no friction because one of the things Frenchie you said was, we don't want any friction going on in this locker room. Absolutely. Uh, I just hope that it doesn't get to that point. Um, I hope uh, Matthews matures in a sense that, hey, uh, we do have a leader. Uh, he, he can also be a leader. He doesn't have to wear that seat. He can be that leader. He can, he can you know, show people what kind of effort, what kind of... Uh, effort that needs to be taken to be successful with the younger players. We're going to have younger players coming on our team and you don't have to have that seat to be that leader. Yeah. And he's part of the, part of the leadership team. Now they, they made him an assistant captain. They made uh, him Marner and Riley, which I thought were good picks. So it's not like uh, he's not part of the leadership team. He's, he's in there. He's part of the part of the team. I don't think he, he'll be jealous of Tavares who's a, you know, more in the 10 year vet in the NHL. He's going to get captain. He's a guy who's already been captain before. You know, there's a lot of responsibility. Maybe maybe Matthews doesn't want that responsibility. Maybe, you know, 
he's like better off let him shoulder most of it and I'll, and I'll be there to pick up the slack when needed and remember guys this is Toronto right so like after every game you're gonna have so much media on your case like asking you hundreds and hundreds of questions JT's been in that position before in New York first overall pick I mean the reason why he got this big contract because he can fill that role and um, to be honest, I, I think it's uh, no complaints from any of the Toronto Maple Leafs fans. I don't think anyone has a complaint. All right, that's good then. That's good. And like Iceman said, he'll be the first one to t- get that cup, baby, and pass it on. All right. Let's... Uh, pass it on to Austin. Uh, pass it on to Cap, my boy. <laughs> I doubt that, but whatever. All right, listen. The, the next thing we want to talk about and, and hopefully Iceman has his pants on because the first minute of that game yesterday didn't look very good. And I'll take, I'll take uh, the knock on that because it was my boys Cappy and Mitch that kind of screwed that first goal up. But you know what? Freddie's got to stop that, but I'm not going to pick on Freddie. But what did you guys see in the first period? Iceman, you were there. Listen. Listen, listen, I'll tell you what. The first period in general was, was a pretty boring period of hockey. You're, you wait all, you know, a few months now for the regular season to come back. It finally does. We were definitely underwhelmed. It was, it was pretty sloppy. It was pretty boring. Uh, the Leafs started to turn it on at points and hit a couple of posts. But it just, it just didn't have the energy. And you know what? That's sometimes to be expected. They're still gelling. Things happen. But I don't want to knock them for just having a bad period because the second period, they completely dominated. They were boys versus men. They completely dominated the second period. They were head and shoulders above that team, and they showed they could turn it to that level, and that's what you want to see. And now they're not going to flatten teams every single game, but they did. They dummied Ottawa last night. Even the score was flattering 5-3. They, they, Ottawa was, you know, they tapped in a couple goals. Freddie, you know, you know how he is. Beginning of the year is usually not uh, on top of his game. So you're going to get a couple of weak ones by him, but I'm not worried. It's a good start. We got the victory. Now let's go out and get one in Columbus. Yeah, man. First first game of the season. You you, you, you can expect this type of you know performance. Even though they didn't score in the first, though it was boring, I still felt that, that the Leafs were a way better team. They were out, out shooting them. And the second period, sure, they came out flying. And they looked a lot better as the game progressed. And I think that's how it's going to be during the season as well. I think even the next couple of games. Remember, we have a game tomorrow, Saturday, Monday. Damn, that's quick. Three games in like, like what, four nights? So they have a pretty rough schedule the next couple of days. Uh, let's hope that they just get it together. I mean, yeah, but it's not just to, the beginning of the season. Not, not, not to mention you're going to play the Blues and the Bolts. Next week, right? So you got to get some wins under your belt now, so you confident playing those better teams because it's, it's not going to be a cakewalk every night, especially yeah, but, against those. Teams. But Iceman, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like what you said, Iceman, because you said, "Oh, maybe we're not gelling yet." You know what? This team should be gelling. It's the same people. It's the same core. No, it's not. Well, the same you people. still have Captain. Yeah. never played on that line before. The third, third line's completely brand new, and yeah. Nylander didn't play with Matthews last year barely. So. They and they've looked good in the second period. They seem to gel by the end of the game. That's what matters, right? Like they were on fire by the second period. All lines were clicking. That third line looked deadly. Even the fourth line, you know, I know there's controversy and we'll go around about that, about the Spets are not playing, but the fourth line didn't look bad. The GOAT, 
as much as we malign and don't like that guy and don't think he should be playing, he didn't look too bad and he scored a goal. He's the one that got us back in the game. <laughs> yeah, that that's fine. He's on pace for 82 goals like like Frenchie texted me last night. But listen, here's the thing. Uh, if Hainsey's goal counted, we're losing 3-2, guys. Yeah, but so, it didn't. Ifs and buts, ifs and buts like Bill Water says or candies and nuts don't mean anything. It, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't. So move on. Bottom line is you don't want to critique a win too much, but let's let's talk about what we do want to critique. Let's talk about the Spezza, the, the, the benching of Jason Spezza. That's a horrible move, man. I'm totally upset by that. Well, we know what we're not. We're not in the locker room, like you guys always said. It's Bab's decision. Maybe he's maybe he's gonna watch how many games he plays Spezza and keeps him, keeps him fresh. Okay, I don't mind. Listen, you do not bench Jason Spezza, a, a Toronto kid who took a hometown discount to play in Toronto on opening night. Okay, this against is- against his former team. Exactly. There's so many reasons why to just play. Even if you're gonna play him for five minutes. Play the guy. Let him have the intro that they have when they denounce the the, the, the starting lineup or not the starting lineup, the, the starting team. Let him have that moment. You think Nick Shore, a guy from where is he from Long Island or wherever in the states? You think it means the much to last him? Year. Yeah, exactly. You think it means as much to him as it means to Jason Spezza, a guy who took less money to come here to win a cup, and you do this to him? But we can't be shocked. There's the same coach that, that sat Medano. On his 14, he had 1,499 games going for his 1,500, and he sat him to make a met. Like, you know, this, this is what he does. Yep. So that's that's called BBB, Babs being Babs, right? And, and you know what? That's right. He, he did it again. And after you've made those points, I agree with you. There's no reason he shouldn't have been on the ice, at least for the introduction. Um, but you know what? I think we're going to see a lot of this this year, right? That, that's what we will. He's going he's gonna to embarrass guys. Like, you don't embarrass a guy when he had, what, 25, 30 tickets bought for family and friends for the home opener. And I saw Spezza walk into the build like five minutes before the game. I see him running into the dressing room. Like That's, that's not a good sign, right? If Babs no, is going to be Babs. It's that simple. So ho- hopefully that's going to change. Um, you know what, well, Frenchie, are you there? This is, yeah, I'm still here, this man. Is, this is what I think. You know, I, I, I drafted my NHL fantasy team last night. And the last guy that I took was the Russian. How did the Russian look? Well, he got a nice speed from uh, from Barry. Uh, Barry made a nice slick move by the boards, saw the open man, and, uh, you know, Mikhail putted in. I'm not sure how many goals he scored. Uh, 20 would be like a, 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 might be a reach. So uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I mean, like, he, he could do great. Uh, and, you know, he could just be mediocre. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, he is surrounded by some really skilled players. Um, and, uh, you know, he got a great pass from his skilled players. And he, uh, he executed. He did. So that's he, what you want. He, he barely did, though. He fanned on that shot. If you watch it. Yeah, he, that's, that's right. He did. He fanned on the he shot. fluttered, fluttered yeah. in. And I think it fooled the goalie. But, yeah, you know what? It was a great pass. It was a great move, which I want. Barry made some great moves last night, man. That guy is elusive. He can move the puck, and he made one defender there out there look silly. He just I know. made that guy. I don't know. You talk. You want to do basketball references? Talk about breaking ankles. That guy broke his ankles, shins, his knees, everything. He was down. Yeah. So Tyson Berry looking great. Team's looking great. But remember, it's against the Ottawa Senators, so we did have our moments where we didn't look so good as well. 
So it's uh, it'll take but, a couple of games. That's for sure. Sure, it'll take a couple of games. But l- let's let's just you know we can't let the the night go without talking about uh, that shot from Matthews. My that one timer, my goodness, he he placed it in the perfect spot. And if he's gonna do get feeds like that on the power play, you know this guy. Like I said, I said he's gonna get close to sixty. That you he might he might get sixty real real easy with shots like that. Listen, this guy looks. Yes, sir. You mentioned that beautiful shot, but you failed to mention the beautiful pass from my boy Mitch. Why do you continue? Why do you give him credit too? That was all Mitch. Uh, Yeah, fine. Mitch did after he Mitch didn't play too great last night, to be honest. Though he had a lot of giveaways and he had a lot of soft plays where he lost the puck. But I'm not concerned. I think Mitch will have a bounce back game, and I think he'll have a great season, anyways. And I love Mitch. I'm the one that told you about Mitch when he was in junior playing for the London Knights, so you don't have to talk about Mitch. I, I, I know I told you about that guy, all right? Ba- bounce back game. You're acting like he had a bad game. He hit the post in the first period, Mitch and he did made not that play. pass to Matthews. Mitch Marner did not play a Mitch Marner game. He played 100%. Open. I agree with that. It, it wasn't him. a Mitch Marner game. It wasn't a John Tavares game either. Yeah. Uh, I just think that first line was a little uh, – they weren't on their game. Though, yeah, though Mitch had his moments. Exactly, and even Kapanen, they that line they just didn't do much. It was the Nylander Matthews line; they were buzzing. Trevor Moore was buzzing. The fourth line wasn't bad. Hey, the Tavares line wasn't bad, and we still won. We scored five goals, and they didn't do much. So, let's see what happens next game. So, is Trevor Moore going to get consistent time now? Because he's he's proving that he can play, right? Well, he's in Babs Good Books now, right? So he, he Babs even said himself, this guy looks like a real hockey player now. And even this guy, I told you about a few years back when he had that Marley's run in the playoffs, and I was like, this guy's going to be a real hockey player. Watch out for him. And look at this him guy now. Hustles. He's a real this guy hustles. Man. On every play, this guy is like a leech, man. He's all over you. And that's why on the penalty kill, this guy is so valuable. Him and Mitch together, oh, my God. These guys pretty good penalty killers. If they just have their stick out, intercept a pass, it's a breakaway for these guys. He's got hands, too. That's the thing. Trevor Moore's got hands. He can finish. So he, he can be a real player. Let's, uh, you know, I'm not going to say 20 goals. I don't know how much time he's going to get. He's not going to get much power play time. So I don't know. Uh, you know, he's still going to be on the third line. We can't say everyone's going to score 20 curfoots there. Eventually, captains go, to, go down to that line when Hyman comes back. So it'll be a run-and-gun line. It'll be fun to watch. But like I said, I see good things from them. So I'm happy. Here's the thing about Trevor Moore that I like the most. Like you guys said, he has good hands. He hustles. But do you remember last year against the Bruins? He's the only guy. He hit Chara. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, he has no fear. He has no fear, man. And that's what we need with a young kid on a third line to make stuff happen. And he has skill. So I, I think it's, it's great that he's in Babs' good books. He better stay there. Otherwise, it's another Babs moment, right? So he, he, he is a real hockey player. He's proven it, and he belongs. He's a Cali kid, man. He's a California boy playing hockey. I love it. From Thousand Oaks. Wow. Thousand Oaks. That's right. Okay, what about what did you see about Sandine? I didn't really notice much, to be honest with you. Well, that's a Are good you thing. Me? If you, you don't notice, if you don't, first of all, yeah, you didn't notice him. You probably weren't watching the game. The guy only played eight minutes, so okay, fine. I'll give you a pass that you didn't notice him. But if a defenseman you notice, it's usually noticed because they make a mistake. Sandine is very elusive out there, man. That guy makes some good passes, and he can skate. So anybody he has at least a couple of shots too. I mean, yeah, and then he got an assist. 
anyone that saw the game last night or anybody that was paying attention, Sandine looked good to them. Sandine looks like a guy that could be a superstar. And, and somebody I spoke to last night, Thomas Caberle, Sandine reminds me of Thomas Caberle. He, yeah, man. Poise. Exactly. I love first it. Of all, love first it. of all, Thomas Caberle is much bigger, okay? He's, he was over six feet, so that's not a fair comparison. Sandine's, I'm talking about the, the game. It's not about the size. It's about the way they play, the way they control the yeah. puck, and the way they skate, okay? It's, it's the IQ. It's about positioning. It's about poise. It's about uh, maintain, getting space. He's able to do all of that on the, on the, on the ice. All right, let's see. What about Marinson? Because it looks like he, he got a high stick and then they scored on that goal from the guy that nobody knew that Matthews was punking and he turned around and scored. It looked like Marinson got a high stick. How did Marinson do? That was, that was actually a nice goal by us, Aberdeen. You know, I was, I was actually kind of happy for that guy. He made the team and he scored a goal and, hey, yeah. now Matthews better remember his name. Yeah, good for him, man. Yeah, he's on pace for 82 goals also. So <laughs> you never know. Probably 8.2 right. goals. I don't think we spent enough time talking about, about Barry because, yes, he made a couple of standout plays that, like you said, broke some ankles. But I think, I mean, can he do this throughout the whole season? Because if he can, I mean, watch out. What do you guys think? Can he, can he do this night oh, in and night out? Absolutely he can. The, the, the thing about Barry is no one noticed him because he was playing on Colorado. The guy's a stud. The guy is uh, one of the top defensemen in the league, and the Leafs got him now. He's a right-hand shot, top defenseman that we haven't had in a long time. So we're going to look deadly, and I think he deserves more power play time. He's going to be on that second unit right now, but I don't know. Maybe they'll tweak that first unit. Uh, the, the power play looked kind of, you know, it, it, we scored one goal, I think, in the power play last night, but our power play could have been a lot better. Let's put it that way. could have been better. We really could have buried the game if the power play was clicking. So I think uh, Barry deserves more of a look on the first power play unit. Well, you got to give uh, Dubas credit for getting him too. We need a right hand shot. We gave up, you can say, uh, the heart and soul of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Kadri, though he, you know, he's screwed up for us in the playoffs. We gave him up for Tyson Berry. So if we're going to give him up, we had to get something valuable in return. Ty- Berry is that, man. I'm s- super happy that we have this guy. He looked great on the ice. And this is what we were expecting. Honestly, I wasn't expecting anything less. I, we knew that that this guy was good. If if, if anyone watched like uh, you know Western Conference hockey, people know that Tyson Berry can play. He's basically the Morgan Riley of the East. All right, yeah. so, so with a better with, with a better shot, to be honest, Morgan Riley's shot. Yeah, he gets it through and. It's more of a wrist shot. Tyson Berry's got a better shot than Morgan Riley. So, so I have a question about a shot because when we talk about a right-handed shot from the point, I was expecting like a, a slap shot, right, with, with, some, with, with being heavy. He didn't take – he's, again, one of those guys. I didn't see him take a slap shot last night. He's, he's taking heavy wrist shots. Okay, I, I, you, I, you don't watch much hockey now because there is no slap. The slap shot's almost gone out of the game. There is not as much time – to wind up and take a slap shot. It just you know, but but Iceman, you know, you, I'm sure you noticed in the in the power play that a lot of our guys did attempt slap shots. They did. Matthews they did. Is not a slap play. shot guy, but that one timer, they were working on that throughout the the training camp. And also, 
Morgan Riley did the same thing. Took a couple of slap shots. We rarely see Morgan Riley take slap shots. So this is an aspect of their game that they've been working on, and I've noticed it. And they, it looks like they they're using it more in the power play. So it's if they can integrate one- this into their into the five on five game, I think it'll be great. That that's the one place where you can use it, right? You have you can have a little more time in the power right. play because you can load up and and actually take that slap shot. So. Yeah, I like that, and there's usually a rebound. Somebody's got to go. Out there. there was a couple of juicy rebounds last night that we just missed. There was one play where uh, I can't remember who it was. It was right in front. It was I think it was Janssen or Cap. They were right in front of the net. Rebound came right to them, but they were cross-checked into the net. It was Cappy. It was Cappy. And, and instead of uh, you know they they kind of it was a tap-in goal if they weren't cross-checked. That was Cappy. Was, Cappy yeah. got cross-checked. He lost his helmet, and it was a big scuffle. And then that was it. That was Cappy, but. I, I want to see that if Barry has a big slap shot on the power play, I'm being specific, that's what I meant, on the power play, that right-handed slap shot, that's what I think we need. And that's going to help a lot because last year all our defensemen did on the power play was just throwing in on a, on a weak wrist shot. Tex, and, and, there's, yeah. there's no doubt. I mean, when the opportunity is there, he will take that slap shot. But when when the opportunity is there to also you know get take that heavy – you know, wrist shot, that snapshot, is is just when the opportunity is there. You 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 got to play with what you have. All right. So let me tell you this. Let's change topics because at the end of the game, I looked at the box score, and I noticed something that, I mean, it, it didn't bother me because it's the first game, but it made me think about the losses to the to the Bruins. Our faceoff percentage was not. You guys know, it didn't yeah, well, make a difference against Ottawa. But well, the senders are you know, pretty good with the faceoffs. The senders well, were just, pretty good last year with the faceoffs. Okay, and that's fine. I'm just I I, I look back at Boston the, the year we lost, the few years we lost, we got killed on the faceoff. Well, we got we and, got we got and Spetsa now, so we actually play and we went win some draws. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping that you know that's that's a that's a stat that I'm gonna look at after every game. But this is a, this is a minor stat. I mean. If you can gain control of the puck after the puck is dropped, if you put pressure, you'll get that puck back. It's not. It, it, yeah, it's it's a part of the game. It's it's, it's tracked. It's one game. It's one game. I'm not gonna. If you're if they're gonna have a whole season of being bad on the draws, that's one thing. And Tavares was off last night. He lost friggin' almost every driving on the on the power play, and that's why we weren't able to set up. But he'll get better. Tavares is pretty good on the draws. Matthews has been getting better. Neither takes draws sometimes, depending on what side it's on. Yeah, we had Kadri last year. We lost him. Kerfoot, I didn't see how well he was doing draws last night, but he'll have to get better. And go- the Gauthier, as much as we hate him, he's not bad on draws either. So I think they'll get better on the draws. I think it's just a one-game blip. Let's see how it goes, and then we'll worry about the draws. So let me ask you this. I was watching the game with another Torontonian in Texas, and – he brought up the same thing Frenchie brought up with me uh, a couple days ago about a, about a backup goalie. And he said, you know, uh, Pittsburgh uh, dropped their backup goalie and he was only like $1.2 million, but we can't even afford that. No, we can't. And, yeah. And, and you know what? I, 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 fully, I sat down and I fully agree with Frenchie. Freddie has to only play 55 games maximum. It's true. And, and I'm on board now with what Frenchie said, but we need to do something with these 27 games. Who does it, who does it go to? Well, what are we going to do? We don't have money. 
listen, they'll, 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 Dubis and uh, their team, they've been pretty good with the cap so far. No one thought they'd be able to do what they've been able to do. And I'm sure they'll do something with dropping a few more guys, get to relief, because right now they have a 23-man roster. I'm sure they'll drop a couple of guys and do something, some sort of trade, or we'll get a backup goalie. Uh, they'll probably ride out Hutch, and if he doesn't fulfill his end of the bargain, I'm sure they'll go out and get a backup goalie. So, well, Hutch has that opportunity to prove himself over the next couple of days. He'll 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 definitely play one of those games. Uh, and if this guy doesn't pan out, they're going to act a lot sooner than we think. I agree. I agree. I, I agree. It's not, it's not a agree. It's a. I I think it is a reason for concern, but we haven't seen anything out of Hutch yet to see for sure. But I, I'm sure they their fingers on the trigger, saying, you know what, if this guy, you know, doesn't perform, let's go, let's go, go Calvin to Smith. We got to work out a deal. So yeah, the ultimate goal is really to put Freddie on load management. This guy cannot play more than fifty-five games. I say fifty-two, fifty-three, anywhere between fifty to fifty-five. Coming up from, do we have anybody coming up from the minors that can play goalie? Or who's who's back well, there? We do, but uh, we do. I don't, but I don't think we're gonna. No, and they're they're they're. I don't think they're ready yet. I don't think they're gonna pull a Billing, Bennington and go on a run like that. So I don't know. Like I said, I. Let's not worry about the goalie yet. Let's see what, how Hutchinson even performs this weekend. He's going to play Friday or Saturday. One of those games he's going to get. Let's see what he does. That's it. Yeah, I agree. But I, but I do think that we have to watch Freddie's load. I want, I want a fresh Freddie going into the playoffs if it's against Boston. We know it'll be a long series. Whoever it's against, I want Freddie to be able to, to handle the, the, the commitment and just the, not be fatigued, right? Because – he has been. He's been playing a lot of games, and, and I finally agree with Frenchie. We need, we need a solid backup. And you know, you never know, even with injuries, right? Like what? Well, if- yeah, you, you, we don't. Yeah, exactly. We don't know what's going to happen. But look, one, one thing I want to say is, uh, I was listening to Craig Button on TSN Radio the other day, uh, or yesterday. This guy uh, said the Leafs are going to be a wild card team, and said they're going out first round. You know, it makes me laugh that, that this guy is seen as some kind of expert. The guy hasn't picked a thing in years. He was a general manager in the past. Fine. You were. You got fired. You're not a good general manager. Obviously, if you still were, you'd still be doing it. Now you're sitting on TSN radio being their, uh, your, their local scout or whatever. This guy is so clueless, it makes me laugh. And I can't wait to prove him wrong at the end of this year and laugh at him because he has no idea what he's talking about. There's no way he leaks a wild card team, and there's no way they're going out first round. Who is this guy? Yeah. Benjamin, Bu- Benjamin Button? Who is he? Yeah, I don't ben- even know who this guy is. Exactly. He was Dallas Stars uh, general manager, buddy, and the Calgary Flames, so you should know. Yep. Craig Button. I don't know who he is, even, even if I'm from he's, even if I'm he's in an old, He's an old man that wears shirts that, that tries to look young, but anyways, that's, that's Button. So he's like Book. You know what? We don't, we don't care about these guys. We know they won't be a wild card team, right? We know there'll be some ups and downs in the season, possibly. But you know what? Yesterday, they looked good. I was nervous. If we go down 2 nothing, how would we react? And I guess Gautier does get credit because he brought us back. So all is good. So what's left, Iceman? What do you want to talk about? Are we done with Babs? Or do we want to still hammer him? Listen, we, 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 we all don't like Babs. Let's not beat a dead horse right now. Uh, we can do that when we go on a losing streak and there's something to change. How much are you going to knock the guy they won? Even though I don't like what he did, they won. You know, in the end of the day, if they win the cup, uh, and we hate Babs, so what? Uh, we, we, we blame him for last year. We can blame him for losing the playoffs. But 
Now it's a new season. We've turned the chapter. Let's see what he does. Let's see what let's see where they go. They got a new power play specialist. They got a new coach for that. They got a new assistant coach. So things are changing. Hopefully these new voices in the room will help and, and Babs doesn't, you know, be Babs all season long and we get something different. So tell me about the new power play coach. I mean, did it look a little Farley? different last night? What what's what's gonna be different in our power play? It's the same guys. Well, no, it's not. They're set up differently. Austin's on the opposite side now so for the one timer, if you noticed. So it's not the same power play, which looks good. Um, they scored a goal on it yesterday. And the thing is, I think they won't be afraid to change. Last year, they had a power play running. But it, it once it was doing one thing, it was doing that forever. They never – they didn't change. They just kept doing the same thing regardless if it worked or not, right? At least now yeah, – that was a frust- Yeah. That was a frustration that Matthews had as well. He was like, you know, we're, we're not being very – innovative in our in our strategies to score like the, the opposing team knows exactly what we're doing they know our positioning they know exactly uh how we're set up exactly so uh, allowing uh, these guys to be these guys let the skill come out and uh, I, I think it's gonna flourish well Iceman, you know about a year and a half ago or two years ago i told you and you laughed at me i told you with our talent we should be scoring one power play goal a game. Do you remember that? And you laughed at me? You know why you I laughed at you? Be. You know why I laughed at you? Because it why? never happens. It never happens. It, it, well, it should. We have that talent that if they're going to let them be creative. And you know what? We, uh, what I saw last night, it, they moved the puck around really well in the power play. If hey, I, this should be a concern. Uh, uh, tax. this should be a concern. You know the Leafs were the worst at drawing penalties last year? The worst. So if they only get two power plays and if they score one out of the two, that's 50%. That's not happening. They can't score every game if they're, they're, if they're not very good at drawing penalties. Well, listen, Frenchie, listen, listen. If, if that's a real stat, and, and I don't know if it is because I think you may have pulled If they only got okay. two power plays a game, um, then we're in big trouble. You know why? I recall last year, one of those power plays was always drawn by Kadri. Uh, well, he he he, 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 he he was a big power play drawing guy. But la- listen, the top two teams last year for power plays were uh, Tampa Bay and the Florida Panthers. Okay, yeah. so those are those are the two top teams in power. Well, Florida now we got their coach. And yeah, they, was there. Yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't score a goal game. Okay, they did not score a goal game. Let's see. I think it's possible. What about our our penalty kill? I mean, it's against Ottawa, but. Is our penalty kill going to be a lot better this year? I, I mean, we didn't do anything there. It's the same people, right? I mean, still going to be Kapanen. It's still <coughs> going to be Hyman. It's going to be a little bit of Trevor Moore. It's going to be – I mean, I think Marinson was out there a little bit, wasn't he, on penalty kill? Yeah, yeah to be uh, honest, I don't see much change in that. Yeah, the, the penalty kill, honestly, you don't teach penalty kill. That's all about effort, man. you got to be in the right space, and you got to go out and try, and then the goalie's got to stand on his head. That's penalty kill. Like – Anybody can be a penalty kill as long as it's, it's putting in the effort. Are you going to go skate your hardest? Are you going to go in the right lane? And that's it. It doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to be, to be a penalty killer. Okay, It's not like a power so, play where you're, you're, you're using your creativity. When it's not. You're just, you're just skating. You're going to the right lanes. You know where to go, and that's it. That's it. Hey, Iceman. Hey, Iceman. Is that why we never had you on penalty kill? Listen, I don't know what you're talking about because I was on a penalty kill two man down, and I scored a goal. Okay. So check listen, your facts. And last year, Tampa Bay had 74 goals on the power play. Okay, and they had 
a lot more uh, power play opportunities than the Leafs. So they didn't have a power play goal a game. The reason why that's ridiculous is because there's going to be games where you get two or three goals. So you're not going to get over 100 goals in a power play. Not in this league, not now, unless things change drastically. I just don't see it. Uh, I'm going to stick to my prediction. I think it's going to come true this year. Leafs will have 82 power play goals. And I would never use you on a penalty kill because the same words that you, that you just used about effort and coming back is, is not in your dictionary, buddy. It's not in your DNA. That's in Frenchie's DNA. All right. Uh, and, and my DNA. Okay. All right. What else, we, what else do we got to say before we wrap up? Frenchie, what do you think about Columbus? You know what? I think they just go out and play their game. That's it, man. Just be the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, we'll figure it out. We're going to make it to the playoffs. We're going to go for that cup. Just we'll figure it out along the way. That, Listen, that's all again, I need to say. Columbus, Columbus is going to come out working hard. They lost a lot of free agents, a lot of guys out there that want to prove something. So it's not going to be a game that's going to be a gimme. It's not going to be handed to you. They're going to have to go out there and work hard. And uh, hopefully they can get a couple of early goals, take the pressure off, and then just really hammer it home with Columbus. That's, that's what I want to see. All right, let's see. Just so you know, Iceman, I drafted Austin Matthews as my first pick because all these other bums, all your boys, your friends in this pool, let him go to number four. And I, and I stuck with what you said. He's going to get 60, and I picked him up at number four. So let's see what he does. Let's go. 60. Uh, go Leafs go, go, baby. Yeah, go Leafs go. Let's do this. All right, wrap it up. That's it. Next time, we'll talk about the next game, Columbus, and then the Habs on Saturday night, baby. I'm going to go watch the game at Moxie's in Texas. A little bit of Toronto. Enjoy. Right, boys? Enjoy. Go Leafs go. Go Leafs go. Go Leafs go. go, Leafs go.